Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 38. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. Please note, the rest of this arc has sound quality different from our usual due to a temporary change in our recording conditions. I've cleaned it up as best I can. If it doesn't work for your ears, remember that you can visit our website, diceystories.com, to read the serialized version of this and our other adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You guys are still in a relatively secluded location. Gonna stride in, are you sneaking in? Guns blazing. Okay, this is the thing. They have pyres burning. Mm-hmm. They are not hiding their presence. Mm-hmm. I think we should just walk up diplomatically. Um, Sounds good. So please don't point your gun at them. Like, you can have your shotgun in hand, like, in some sort of, like, you know, guard position or whatever. Got it. Whatever it is your soldiers do. <laughs> it's starting to sound a bit like a scientist there. <laughs> Watch out. I'm a leader. I'm a manager. <laughs> she said soldier, not resock, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. One day you'll just you'll have a Duke's job. That's not what she aspires to. That is and not her ambition. I don't think that's Duke's ambition, but <laughs> there we are. So, yeah, I think we just head in. Okay. Give me two purple vigilance checks as you're just confidently striding. Yeah, I mean, striding, not sneakily, but morally. Can we say the gravity's just a little higher on this planet for all the falling we're doing? <laughs> I mean, you can tell people that. Oh, I succeed, but with a lot of strain. Uh, three threats, unless you want... I'll take it as strain. I've got a threat also. Uh, did you succeed, Imogen, or no? Yeah. Okay. Quite you guys succeed. You're walking around a corner confidently. You see them before they see you. There are Terrans here. They are dressed in similar kind of rags. And these guys have, it looks like, spears made out of those, like, welded metal and rebar. Similar to the one that broke our wheel? Yeah, relatively similar to that. Uh, and these fellows are clearly on some kind of, like, guard duty. They're watching around. And what do the pyres look like from this perspective? Are these, like, funeral pyres? Or are these, like, a scrap heap ablaze? Does it look ritualistic? I would say you don't have a good look at them at this point. Okay. You're not close. You'll have to get past these guards, whether you just want to walk or talk or sneak past them or whatever. You want to get a good look at the pyres. You can see the great columns of smoke going, so they're significant fires, and you can smell a burnt plastic in the air. And how many people are there? Uh, there's just two two okay. guys here, and they're they're watching, they're being vigilant. They're not generally looking in your direction, they're generally looking more west, like where the Zerg would be coming from. Right. You're slightly north, we'll say. Right, right. And neither of these are spearmen? No, both of them are spearmen. They're not spearmen. Okay, then I am going to, like, just subtly, like, handle my gun and, like, take deep, not a deep, deep breath, but... Use my second wind. Just remind myself that I'm I'm armed. That's right. <laughs> I've got a gun. They have spears. Yeah. This goes south. I'm in a good position. I've got a gun to a spear fight. Since I took all of the strength here. This is true. But you two stride up to these fellows. Like, do you make yourselves known? Yeah, I feel like I hail them as we approach. Like, I want them to hear me speaking before they see me. Okay. So you call out. Yes. Hoy there. They definitely turn... Spears at the ready, looking at you. Who the hell are you two? Oh, I'm Imogen, and this is Lolly. You have a really weird accent. <laughs> and uh, who am I speaking to? One guy kind of looks at the other. God, are these, you think? They're, they're like whispering are to you, each other. Are you survivors of the militia? God, they're the whispering. Give me a charm check, two purples and two blacks. Do you want to try to drop Lieutenant Spearman's name? Not just yet. Okay. I am holding that in reserve, but like right now, I'm not entirely sure like if everybody's working together or not. Okay. I'm not sure if there's anything I can do that would help in this situation. That's right. I have a knack for this. Ah, nice. So two purples. I have a success with an advantage. Okay. What have you said to them? I have introduced ourselves. I have inquired if they were members of the Antigua militia. One of the fellows is like, yeah, I mean, that was before, before the invasion, before everything. That's, look, 
I don't care if you were Confederate or Antiguan or Sensicorn, it doesn't matter who you were anymore. Hi, that sounds fine with me. The other guy next to him was like, I knew she's one of them. These have to be the two people they told us about. The guy's like, I don't know, there could be other people. So do you guys work with Lieutenant Spearman then? Uh, you mentioned Lieutenant Spearman. They both, like, we've worked with him. Like, it, 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 no one's, there's no ranks like that anymore, okay? You know, we, we work with him sometimes. He's, he's good at what he does. Did he tell you we were coming? Killed a few Zerg. He mentioned there were some infidels out there. Is that you then? We killed a few Zerg. I've never had anyone call me an infidel before. Well, that's, you are, so we're going to have to bring you in then. I'm going to have to ask you to put that away. I hand that over, actually. I look at Imogen. <laughs> Perhaps you can tell us what the problem is here. We're not looking to cause any fights, and we're happy to leave you all alone. If you're not looking to cause fights, then you shouldn't be bringing that dangerous technology around. That's what there's observed. Guy's pointing the spear at you, pointing at you, and just two guys, they just keep switching off there. Everything stirs up Zerg. Then less things that stir up Zerg is better. I, th- I think just being Terran stirs up Zerg. Are you not Terran anymore? No, we all are. And if it's okay for you to be Terran, then it's okay for us to be Terran. I am trying to, like, almost, like, confuse them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, like... Just get them to be like, what, what, forget it, just come with us. Yes, yeah, so they forget Give about the... Give me a deception confi- check. Forget about the confiscating things. Yeah. Give me a deception check. They're not getting my guns. This is <laughs> I'm just going to put it that way. You two purples and a black. You want my gun, you have to get a tiger to take it from me. I have failure with three advantages. They treat me the same way Duke did. Now stop your fancy talking. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you make this too complicated, okay? We need to take you in. In fact, Charles, just go, go tell him already. So one guy, like, runs around the corner towards the pyres. Okay. Uh, the other guy's like, all right, I need you to put those, throw the weapons on the ground. No. Throw the weapons on the ground. We'll start with you. I'll just leave it holstered. My hands up. No, we can't. Those are dangerous. Look, it's not just that they're weapons that, you know, could be dangerous. It's that they're dangerous technological artifacts that attract the My pistol's just as mechanical as your spear is. Can I make a negotiation It's a little check? bit more, so... Uh, you can. Well, uh, this is going to, to be... We're trying to talk to Spearman, so if you can just deflect us to him, then maybe we can... Well, yeah, I don't want do to... I need to see your supervisor? <laughs> uh, this is going to be a red and a purple. I'll say it's red, not because he has negotiated, but for other reasons. Yeah. And kind of in the back and forth, my position is like, there's nothing electronic. Because I, like, I, I like at this point, I'm like, okay, fine, advanced technology, but these are just guns. I have four successes and two threats. I guess it's just moving parts. There's no electricity. No electricity. Your gun? Just powder and bullets. No electricity? I'm not giving you my gun. <laughs> Give me a coercion check. <laughs> I was going to say. A purple and a red. Are you going to do anything with these two threats? You were going to take some strain. These guys just frustrated to deal with and don't have the answers you need. I guess I got a threat. Failure with a threat. Yeah. So you take a strain. He's like, I'm going to ask you one more time. I know you look big and tough, and I'm sure you are. Doesn't matter how tough you are when there's a spear sticking through your heart. I've taken out a lot of Zergs and Hydralis with this. I can take you down too. I don't want to do that. It's a simple question. Do you have any electronics on you? I look at Imogen. I don't remember the music. Alright, you know look at Imogen? Imogen lies. Yeah. Imogen says it's just a shotgun, it's just bullets, and it's just powder, and she's not carrying anything more just than that. Okay. It is a red and a purple. Because she definitely has a frying pan laser. Not on me. Oh, not on you? Yeah, oh, no, okay, that thing's apologies. heavy and it only shoots twice. <laughs> but, I mean, but we have our phones. Like, yeah, that, yeah. that is electronic. But I don't think about that, but I'm also, I'm more thinking about how how fast can he go that I can't just shoot him before he hits me with a spear. But I'll say your short range, he could throw it at you. You might shoot him dead, but you'll still get with a spear and it's a bad day. Yeah. What's the situation? It's a wash. Whatever you're carrying, throw it in a pile. We'll sort this out. You don't have to die today. The respirators, do they have? They probably do. They have. Okay. Yeah, they run on electricity. All right. I mean, I have a go- sensor goggles. But I totally Sensor don't goggles. I'm like, no, they're sitting on your forehead right now. Yeah, like when he asked me, I'm like, what is... I don't think so. <laughs> I will proffer a, uh, a respirator as an electronic device in my possession. And I will point out that they're making the air unhealthy here by burning plastics. We didn't ask your opinion. You're the one who's standing guard right by it, breathing it all in. Look, it's worse. Stuff is out there, stir it up, Zerg, okay? Better to burn it. It's only way to be sure. 
So I, I provide the respirator as here's provide the, a respirator as here's the technological thing I have. We could just leave. We don't want them to burn the batteries. I'm, I'm not asking you to give anything up. Like Imogen is offering, here's the thing. Okay. Right. He's like, 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 like at that. He looks at you. He and points like to the top of your head. Oh. Those goggles. Those aren't just binoculars. I can tell. I look at Imogen. I'm pretty sure I, I could just the... shoot at him before you. If you want to do that, you can do that. But I want to be able to get to a point where I can talk to somebody about these things. Then I'll just fillet Imogen. I'll sort. If Imogen tells me hand him over, I will. But I'll just otherwise, I'm just gonna look at Imogen because. Like how close to the pyres are we? Like, is he gonna turn around and just toss them in? No, no, he won't be able to do that. No, like it's around the corner. They're like a hundred feet around. All right. Well, I will ask like what the fate of the things that we turn in is. Well, we're probably going to have to burn them all. Don't you have to assess them first in some way? I mean, yeah, but it's safer just to burn them all. Are you the one who's allowed to make those decisions? Well, no, that's Marsha. All right, then we'll hand them over to Marsha. How do I know you won't use them to summon Zerg? I think, do you not get it? Do you not <laughs> understand? Right. We have a Zerg with technology. <laughs> I don't say it, but I'm just, I just realized what we've got. Do you not understand... Things like like that kind of it attracts Zerg, okay, from across worlds. Why do you think our planet got invaded in the middle of war? Okay, too much high-end technology, one place. Are you doing like a coercion? It's I want it to be like he's pleading almost with you, like you just don't understand the situation. Then that's negotiation. Okay, what is your best negotiation? Red, red, purple. Red, red, purple. <laughs> don't even look at me. Oh, this guy. This guy. He has many failures. Manage. So this guy, you can tell, is being honest. Yeah, I, I get uh, that. What he's saying, but he's not being... A, he sounds... Crazy is too strong a word, but it's not really making sense what he's saying. That just, yeah. Technology and electronics are tracks, sir. That's not your understanding, sir. They're, they're turned off right now. We won't use them. Maybe you can convince him that it's better to get us out of this hair faster. How can I, how can I trust you not to use them? We don't need them. Spirit said you were starting up, sir. You were poking around in the science facility. I, well, we when we were, zerg. when we were there, we, we killed some zerg. So that's, you know, good for you. But, but it might have been better if the zerg had killed you if you're just going to end up dragging more. But there's no reason for us to use the goggles or the breath masks here. So you just said how bad this air was. And you assured me that uh, it was... So do you trust me or not? I believe you believe what you're saying. You could say we won't use anything that'll stir up Zerg. I feel like I've already said that. Like, I feel like this is social combat, but we're not tracking the things, so I have no way to make progress here. Okay, why don't we drop into a social combat and we'll mark him down significantly already. Okay. You are correct, we should have just entered into a formal social combat. Are we, at this point, now talking at essentially engaged distance? If you want to be, you can. That means if he wanted to, he could stab you. So keep that in mind. He doesn't seem, like, on the edge to me. Not so much. I feel like I would close the distance to have a conversation and not be shouting in an adversarial way. So I will start with reading his emotions. Ah, so you do that. That is your action. Yes. This turn. And I have a pretty good feeling that I know what his fear is. I would like to learn his desire. Okay. I'm going to use a story point. I succeed. So you get to learn what his desire is? Yes. And now you're like, crap, now I have to figure out what his desire is. This guy doesn't have a name either. <laughs> He's just listed as generic guards. You can be Larry, that's fine. You want to roll randomly? I mean, I'm looking for something that can give me a hook. Like. No, I think you get a sense that his desire is to like reclaim his, his home world from the Zerg. Okay. He will switch to negotiating. Look, not from around here, you might not understand. These things are incredibly dangerous. So I'm just asking you to put them in for your own safety. Maybe Marsha won't want to, maybe she'll just let you leave and make you go away. Maybe that's fine, okay? I think that'd be fine if we just get rid of the dangerous, dangerous technology, okay? And it's two reds and a purple for him to negotiate with me. Two reds and a purple, buddy. It is a out-of-turn incidental for me to use clever retort. That is certainly not going to be required, as he has three failures. So he takes the strain from failing. Well, it's still a benefit to me to apply yes. two threats, because that's two more strain. 
He has said things that I feel I can definitely capitalize on. Okay, what is your retort? Taking the dangerous technology off this world is exactly what we came here to do. We can lead the Zerg away from your planet. Ah. Yeah, you can definitely uh, take two blue dice for this. This is charm at this point, because like you're helping him out, or is still negotiating? Hey, you might consider it negotiate, because uh, it's like essentially like this offer. Like, we'll take it all away, get it out of your hair, your planet will be safer. Okay. Like. So you can definitely take... Two blue dice, you take one black die, because you're still using technology to do this, that's mm -hmm. dangerous from his perspective. Okay. I mean, yeah, we could go stir up Zerg somewhere else. That's the way. And his negotiate was? Uh, his negotiate is two purples. Like many NPCs, not equipped with negotiation. <laughs> not the skill you expect them to use. Good call with the let's not tote snowball around, though. <laughs> Three successes and four advantages. Okay. How would you like to use your advantages? Recover some strain yourself, learn some other things about oh, him. I will use them all to recover strain. Okay. Because I had taken quite a bit of strain until now. I will say, at this point, you have enough strain to come to a compromise with him, if you like. So the compromise position I had offered was, we'll leave these things switched off. You can carry them along with us to see Marsha. Yeah, um, he's willing to, he's like, well, we'll let Marsha decide, turn them off. And make a show of flicking switches on the respirator and the goggles. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine with me. And actually, like, he'd rather not touch the technology. Oh, well then, you know, I'll carry it. That's yeah. fine. Um, we need somebody to carry technology. <laughs> yeah. no, Lily's that totally, was Herman's job. I don't, think, I don't think Lily's even clued into what's going on with this, but... Yes. <laughs> These people are dumb. But definitely my position is we will, we will take all the technology off your hands and carry it away from this planet to get the Zerg to follow us. I mean, to be honest... From Lily's perspective, everything stirs him up, so I guess he's not wrong, but he's not getting her gun or goggles. You're not wrong, but you're still an asshole. <laughs> so I'll carry the goggles. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I trust Imogen. I'm sure. Okay. I mean, okay. worst case scenario, we have to burn some goggles. <laughs> Again, you didn't have those goggles two weeks ago. We yeah. did okay. They're great goggles, but whatever Imogen says. This guy, I won't let him burn my goggles. You can burn my goggles. It's <laughs> like, so, all right, go just around the corner. Could you put your weapon away? Just kind of makes me nervous. Would you be okay holstering it? You know, I can put it on my back. It's not yeah. like I'm. It's afraid, like your backpack. I'm, has I'm not afraid to pull a knife and go it. after a guy with a spear any more than I am. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you run up the face of a zerg with a knife. He doesn't really realize how dangerous we are. <laughs> he puts you in front. And he's uh, a few paces behind you, but just around so, the corner. Did we finish an encounter? You finished the encounter, yes. All right. Covered that such. So he brings you around the corner. There, you can see a group of maybe 10 to 20 people in various scavenger kind of outfits of rags and whatnot. Some of them have spears. Uh, at least one of them has, like, a couple of knives. You do see Spearmint. He's got his sack. He's emptying his sack out. Not into the fire right now, but it's into a pile that's, like, clearly things that are going to be thrown in the fire. Uh, you see that battery, you see other, like, control boards for things, other pieces of technological equipment. You also see uh, the person who looks like she's in charge. She's still in the same kind of, like, rag-like clothing that they have adopted here. I wouldn't even say hers are slightly nicer, but she's just barking orders to people. A slightly uh, older woman, her hair has gone kind of silver. Give me perception checks for anything more beyond that. Two ripples. I have two successes. Two advantages and a success. Okay, you can cover some strain as well if you Excellent. like. Or actually, you could pay those forward to a streetwise deck. I'm going to have you make it a second. Okay, let's but. try that. It's a scam this lady's running. She's selling it all on the black market. So, that would, oh, that would have been a smart move. Uh, no, it's definitely a legit call. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really smart. Uh, yes, you're able to hear a little bit of what Marsha, who is the woman who's parking orders everyone, is a bit. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, just saying, like, can't let these infidels continue to desecrate our land. Made so much progress against the Zerg, she's talking to a few people who are maybe other elders of some kind. Oh no, it was an electric razor we found. Yes, it was, it was. But we found pictures. But they brought their foul technology, it's stirring up the Zerg. Salvation comes only through the fire goddess. She brought the Zerg, she's the one who can take them away. We will burn the technology, we will erase these demons of the past. And she's, like, pleading with them, but also, like, she's just telling them what's going to happen. I would like a streetwise check. You said I get a blue die for yes. this? Yes. 
So it's two purples and a blue and a black. To just kind of read the crowd in general. Two advantages. Can I pay those over to some to her? No, I have a I have something in mind for those two advantages. I have three advantages. Three advantages. Okay. You guys aren't sure how most people feel, but you both see uh, Lieutenant Spearmint. He's dumping his things out. You can tell he hears some of what Marsha is saying. He doesn't particularly seem like he's on board with it, but this is what he's got to do. Right. You can't, you can't survive alone. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't have a way off the planet doesn't have a way off yet. The What's the age spread of these people? You don't see any like young children, say, less than five years old. Uh, you see mainly people, I would say, in their early 30s to maybe 50s-ish. And do they have kind of like a military bearing about them? Some of them, yes. Not all of them. That's about to spread, but it's also hard to tell because these people are like clearly living outside all the time. Several of them have primitive like axes made from scrap. Yeah, we you don't see any guns things. of any kind. All right, so we get escorted by uh, Larry. Yeah, that's a small group. He can you show up to Marsha. Uh, she looks at you two. So you are the two causing trouble. Stirring up Zerk. I believe the Zerk are the ones causing trouble, but we're here to help you with that. We hear that you brought a science vessel, the most technological of things. Right, exactly. Please let me let me pose a question to you. Have you been attacked by Zerg on this planet? Aye, and I'm seeming cheerful and happy about it. You've been attacked by Zerg on every planet. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, do you want us to enter social combat or what? Yes, let's enter social combat here. Yes, so you can. I think Marsha is initiating it actually since you were brought up to her. Okay. She's starting like with coercion, like, you brought this dangerous thing in, and you were already attacked, you should know better by now, this is what attracts the Zerg. The only cure is removing the technology. Okay, I will apply my clever retort to this role. Okay, what is your discipline? My discipline is red, purple, purple. That's a failure of three threats. She could reveal something about herself to you. Three threats is enough for her to reveal her own desire or fear? Or her true goal. That so, is so player let, choice. Let me say this, sure. and you can decide how you want to apply this. Okay. I am interested in knowing if she is really fanatical about this stuff for real. Or if this is just like the way she maintains power. Exactly. Yeah. And and it could be like whether or not this whole like infidel thing, like the spiritual spin on it, like exists or not. Like if this is about her just maintaining power, like I don't necessarily want to upset the social structure. I don't care if this is how the society organizes itself. I just want what I want. Yeah. So whether that means you want to tell me what her desire is, or whether you want to say what her true goal is. So I will tell you this, that she is a true believer. That the technology is pulling the Zerg. The technology is pulling the Zerg. You don't know if she necessarily literally believes it's a mystical thing. Okay. But like, yes, she does believe that the technology attracts the Zerg. And that is the danger. So do you want to say that's her fear? That technology will pull more Zerg? Yeah, I think that's a good fear. That technology attracts Zerg. Okay. And so she took two strain because she, she took failed. She took two strain because she failed. Okay. I am slightly torn about how I want to approach this. I don't think I want to see the tirade yet. I don't think I'm irritated enough for that. You'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> so for right now, I think what I'm going to do is try the negotiate aspect. Sure. Which is I will not deny at all that we were attacked by Zerg, that they loved our tasty little science vessel, because I want to, like, put forth the, yes, like, the technology is a problem, and, like, the Zerg wanted, and, like, as we have already seen, they come after our science vessel. Like, we would be happy to help you out by, like, taking, and I, like, gesture towards the batteries, (laughs) by taking, like, this dangerous technology away from your society off-planet with us and, like, leading Zerg away. Okay. Two blue dice for playing on her fear. I mean, I honestly don't have a problem actually trying to lead Zerg away with the science vessel. <laughs> we can do that. Just fly yeah. low, but... It is going to be a red and two purples. That's her negotiate. And also a black. I have said something to bother her. A little bit. I mean, they haven't actually been attacking the science vessel since we landed. Lily's thinking about it. was like, are they attracted to the technology? I have three successes. Okay. Can Lily be like, I don't know. I, know I was just about to ask, like, Lily, oh, Lily what okay. are you doing during this? You're trying to negotiate, right? I'm not really sure. I'm like engaging this main lady. I know we already had the streetwise check to kind of get a read on things, but you're really perceptive okay. as well as sneaky. 
and skullduggy. You might be able to sneak off. Like, there's a lot of smoke blowing around. Or, or even just, like, slowly manipulate yourself closer to the bed. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to leave Imogen by herself with a mob of okay. crazy nut jobs. I wasn't but... suggesting you run away, but, like, you did perceive that Spearman's not fully on board. And you yeah. are the one who has some of his things. That is actually very Like, important. you could be, like, trying to communicate with him in some way, or I don't know how Lily-ish that is. But, like, uh, just, uh, like, flash, like, a palm, his, like, picture, like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I guess I don't get a sense of how close, how big the crowd is. Yeah, I would yeah. say he's, he's a short distance away. So I could kind of approach He's him. definitely taking note that you're around, but... Or is... What about the batteries? Could I just try to swipe with He's by them, right? He just dumped them out? Or... Yes, actually. He is by the batteries, in fact. Okay. If I started to move over there, do people seem to take notice of me or care? Depends how cool you are heading over there. Oh, God. Or... <laughs> Stealthy? I don't know if they can see me, but I don't yeah. know if I can be like... Well, I guess that's cool, right? If I'm like... Yeah, cool is like the social, like, don't mind me. I will say, make a cool check first. Just two purples and a black, because you're kind of a prisoner, so they, they aren't okay, kind of okay. keeping an eye on you. <laughs> She's not very cool. I'm not. Look at this! One success! <laughs> How did that happen? No one can read Arisa. Okay, so I'm... So you my... just kind of, like, mosey over... Towards it, so like this round, you get next to <laughs> so now, look, Lieutenant. Nobody experiment. really. Well, you know, Imogen and Marsha are the focus of attention. Yeah, right. they're having a heated you, conversation. You can take a the right next to a fire. And these guys are really confident for just having spears. The fact that I've got like two guns and a. I think it's that Lily is really confident <laughs> because there's like twenty of them and there's two of us. But there was just one guy before. Before there was one guy. Now there's like twenty guys. <laughs> and there was like three guns between us. He also, you know, maybe he's forgotten about guns and how effective they are over the years. Also, you know, he's killed a bunch of Zerg with spear. He thinks he's pretty badass. Oh, she stabbed a Zerg in the face with a knife. Who hasn't here? <laughs> okay, so that was Lily's return okay. in this context. We are back to Marsha. High Priestess Marsha, I should say. You made this offer to her. To use the technology to lure the Zerg away. She's like, I... I see what you're getting at, okay, but it's not a long... Short term, it's not going to work. We're all going to die. Just your science as of being here is calling out to the Zerg. You don't understand. You weren't here. And where are you from? You're probably from Umoja. This place is probably overrun by Zerg right now. She doesn't even let you get in, like, an word edgewise on that. She's like, I was there. I saw her. I saw the fire goddess call down the Zerg you know, upon her. You know who she's talking about. Queen of Blades? I have no idea what the timeline's like here. <laughs> the timeline definitely does not match up. Uh, it's not super far off, but this planet was invaded by Zerg, and that battle was taking place before... Kerrigan was... Converted. Before Tarsopis was invaded, which is okay. where... Oh. Well, I don't know. She, she could have had a vision. Yeah, could be anybody else. She could have encountered Protoss technology that gave her a vision. Or maybe she's a psionic. I think Protoss have been here. There was that crazy tiger thing. Yeah. It's also possible. I saw her. She called down Zerg with a piece of technology we had never seen before. Or you were telling me that it's pure chance that one moment this supposed just a regular woman, a ghost, shows up at our base. And not six hours later, a swarm of Zerg descends on our entire planet with some device reading emanations we had never before recorded. So you see, these kind of technologies attract Zerg. We figured it out. No technology, no Zerg. I guess it's a chance to slowly root them out. And we're making progress, but if you bring your dangerous science vessel and other things to this planet, that's only more dangerous. So I feel like she's not negotiating with you. She's almost making a charge that she's, like, explaining to you, like, why it's so dangerous. From her, she doesn't even know how much the Zerg Queen hates us. Yeah, from her, like, sincerely, sincere beliefs. I would not say she's being nice, but I think I would call it charm. Yeah, if you want to call it charm. So what is your cool? Red, purple, purple. Do you feel she's hit on any points of yours? I would say she does get blue dice. It's not like my legit strength yeah. or whatever thing, you but like, she just told me like there was like some cool psionic technology oh. that called a bunch of Zerg here. I think that's. And worth... now I'm like, well, where's that? Like, was that okay. in your bunker? Like, so that's a desire. <laughs> you did not see yeah. that. That's that's just like a distraction from your yes. goal. Yes. Yes. And, and, like, because we saw that creature, I'm like, did some ghost show up with a Protoss device? It seemed like the Protoss 
already knew about Zerg. Like, Zerg showed up, Protoss came and blasted because they knew Zerg were dangerous. Did the Protoss have something that is what attracted the Zerg and some, like, Terran ghost got it somehow? Like, okay. yeah, like, Imogen is now, like, crazy distracted. Or, what, or was the fire goddess, is that like some kind of psionic projection thing, like that this ghost had the shield on? Okay, and <laughs> she is upgrading, so. Oh, goodness. She technically fails, she has net zero successes. Okay, good, she's taking two strength. Yes, she has <laughs> a despair, but also a triumph. I have some thoughts on that. And she has six advantages. I think she's going to learn somehow that you are in fact psionic. Like, you perk up at any mention of psionic-type things like this, of this technology, of anything like that. One, you're a tech junkie, which is not going to put you in good with her. And I think she might infer, somehow, that you are yourself psionically touched. Okay, so she guessed that I really like technology. Yeah. And now I've despair. been troubling with you. I don't know how long. <laughs> and, but the thing is, you're not paying attention to this conversation anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you've also done psionic things in front of me. <laughs> this is why she's the leader. She's got this despair and this triumph as well here. I guess it kind of depends on what she's trying to do. So yeah. the despair could be used to upgrade the difficulty of her next check. Oh, that's true. I think that's, that's probably the easiest thing to do here. So she could upgrade the difficulty of my check. Upgrade the difficulty of your check, yes. Because, like, she's, on one hand, it's almost like she's pleading with you to, like, understand, so it's not a position of strength, but it's also, she's not necessarily being aggressive. It's not something you can just, like, clever retort and, like, that would just make you look like a jerk. Okay. I have been kind of getting tired next, but... Yes. And you still can. It's up to you. That um, could take many forms. Yeah, yeah. So... So let us help you could be the... Or we didn't mean to do it. I mean, you could <laughs> accuse her of just fabricating this to no. assemble power. No, because I I believe she saw something real. And actually, I am now considering the possibility that she is right. Not that like all technology attracts Zerg, but there was a legitimate device that attracted them. Okay. There still could be. I don't I don't think I was getting tired because I I actually think that would be less effective just in terms of what's going on here. Okay. But I feel like this is how I give away that I'm psionic and that I'm a tech junkie, which is that is what I hit on with what she just said. There was a specific device that you specifically saw in a specific location here that attracted Zerg. Tell me where it is. We can deal with that. I can handle that kind of thing in in ways that you couldn't possibly. So let me say what I'm going to say and then decide whether it's a skating tirade or not. Okay. Yeah. So like... I, I'm equipped to handle things like that in ways that you couldn't possibly. And just throwing into a fire is not going to deal with that issue. It's not Terran technology. None of your Dominion or Confederate technology is, is sufficiently advanced. Notice I didn't include emotion technology. That's yeah. <laughs> You're like, our guns and those batteries, that's not on a level that the Zerg would care about. Or else they would have come hundreds of years ago. But you saw what was probably a Protoss device. And it makes total sense that something like that would suck Zerg in. Tell us where it was, and we'll go, and we'll get it, and we'll take it out of here. It fits on the ship, and then we'll just give it to the raiders, and then they can have something that draws Zerg. Yeah, that's a great thing. Or give it to Malorn, because he'll know what to do with it. He's Protoss. He loves Zerg. He probably knows how to turn it off. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I don't think it's getting tired, even though I might have been a little insulting there. I feel like this is still negotiate. I think you you have reached negotiate, yes. So that's um, a red and two purples with her. I do think you get a blue, because you're offering a, a long-term solution. We could deal with this device. And, like, a black, because clearly I yes, you want have, to use technology. Yeah, because, like, probably, it, it sounds like you're just going to use it against someone else. Implicitly, like, in her worldview, you want to take the device for yourself to do whatever terrible things you're going to do. He's a terrible technology user. I sound too interested in the... You sound a little, not prideful, well, slightly arrogant, I will say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we can deal with this, you can't deal with it. Well, yeah. Kind of thing. I, and I think that that flows from what I'm saying about this isn't a Terran thing. Yeah, yeah, It is a failure, so I take two strain. Yep. But there's no other, no other repercussions. Okay. Um, Lily, as they're having this exchange, you have gotten next to Lieutenant Spearmint and the pile of junk. 
I guess I don't I almost need a social skill. Basically, so, you just hacky sack a battery up into your. Yeah, like you <laughs> sort of have a sense of where he stands. Like he's not a fan of this, but that doesn't necessarily mean he like he's got a mutiny. So like I think streetwise. Yeah. Uh, would be appropriate here. Okay. So I think just two purples to. Because what I was gonna do was just basically be like, look, we found some of your stuff. We don't want to stick around on this island or on this planet. Do you want to go with us? <laughs> basically, uh, okay, okay. you know. But. Maybe I'll just start with his stuff. But so I got a sense from our advantages that he's not quite in it for the technology. He's first. really not on board with the like need to destroy all this technology, but he doesn't have a lot of choice and like he's much safer in a group. Or maybe he feels a sense of like he needs to protect these people. So okay, so if I use streetwise, what kind of stuff is that a social thing I would do? Or this is a social look, thing, yeah. Hey, I've got I found some of your stuff. We Sort of the end thing is I'd like to trade it for the battery and just go. Yeah, you're but like, hey, we found this. It looks like it's belonged to you. We just want to go with this battery. It is yeah. like it is. It will turn to negotiate. This is just to establish that you're not here to like push him in a fire or cause other trouble. Right, right, right. I'm, like, I mean, I'm this like, guy threw a spear at you earlier. But he hit the truck, so I don't know what he's saying for. Well, yeah, maybe he just wanted to scare you off, so you didn't come here. And you don't know. Yeah, but here we are. Yep. Because he's got the battery we need. Yeah. So I don't know, like. How that looks. I know Lily's a little bit more straightforward about, like, look, here's the thing. So, basically, if I can communicate that I'd love to trade his stuff for the battery okay. and so we could get out of here if he wants to go, I mean, we're happy to help with stuff, but sure. Start we with don't the need to, yeah, we don't need to be here. Okay. One threat. So, you can take a strain. He's just not really trusting of you, even if he's, like, not on board with this plan. Okay. He's like, mm, I don't know you. I don't know what you're here about. Maybe next... Okay. Next round. For actually having his things. Yeah. Yeah. But initially, he's distrustful of any kind of outsider. I mean, that's better than he threw a spear at us. You did chase him with a shotgun. You did do that. Yeah. Yeah, you did. He threw a spear at us. Yeah. Uh, So we're not exactly starting off with, like, his buds. No, not like you and Durian, where it's, you know, it's a little bit more... (laughs) We're uh, in battle together. And you were in battle together with this guy, just... On opposite sides. <laughs> That's, yeah. You know, war's crazy like that. <laughs> okay, back to Marsha. She's like, you still don't... I was there, okay? I used to be a Confederate officer. Everybody knows, not hidden. I literally saw her. She had a device. I saw the device. It was definitely Confederate manufacturer. The Protoss didn't come until later, which we had heard they tend to do after Zerg arrived. Okay, so they do know about that. Yeah, they do know about Protoss. No, this was definitely sons of Corhold, sons of bitches, terrorists, somehow called down the Zerg using whatever this device was. I don't know how they did it, but now all all technology is suspect. The only thing safe is iron. That's how you can fight the Zerg. We've been doing it for five years, slowly whittled down their numbers, destroyed their hives. We're winning that war. We will be able to retake this planet. But not if you call more Zerg here. I wonder how many of these people they started with. <laughs> I think she is going to get a little more aggressive. Like, you, just a stupid kid. You don't get it. Your planet wasn't destroyed by it. Oh, I don't know, a combination of Terrace and Zerg and Protoss. Okay? You don't get it. You don't know. So, she was only going to say, like, just take your stuff and go. But no, but it's not. just a month of no, no, no. Which only they don't know where But are. you made the dumb decision to come here with all your dangerous things. So we got to destroy all those things. What is your discipline, Imogen? Red, purple, purple. She's suffering an upgrade. I don't feel like she hit on any of your points necessarily. No. But I'm inclined to use a story point also. Okay. So she has a net one advantage with two despairs. Okay, so she's taken two strains. She takes two strains. Two despairs is something real So maybe she's not scaring you. No, I think she's irritating me. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm going to do a skating tirade. I mean, skating tirade is not as powerful as, as it could be, but I might do it just to use it. Well, she'd call you a dumb kid, I guess. Yeah, which is why I, I said, like, eh, she's pissing me off, too. She's getting really worked up. I feel like it's possible that there are other people here who are not, like, fully on board. And, like, she's she's losing her cool. Yes, she's losing her cool. And, like, she was talking to you in front of the elders. That it was nominally some kind of council, but clearly she's in charge. Uh, but she just starts kind of ranting at you. That, oh, you're just a stupid foreigner. You're a stupid kid. You don't understand. All right, there's two despairs here. Yes. And and I don't know what the social structure is here. 
but you do. And so there's things here. I will ask you questions. Sure. If this is nominally a council of elders and she's just the lead one, is she being dismissive of anybody else's say in decision-making? That some of the people around maybe think my suggestions are reasonable and she shouldn't be the one who's solely making this decision. I would say yes. That is what it's like. Some of the people are like, yeah, if we could just deal with the source, uh, that would certainly deal with the problem. But like, she's like not letting anyone else talk. I mean, she is, when she wants to be charismatic, uh, she has totally lost her cool. She's just ranking at you in. There are some of the counselors that have, yes, clearly indicated that, like, oh, that might work, actually. One of the other ones is like, people have shit, couldn't we just leave? Some of them are like, they're locals who really want to cl- reclaim it, some just want to get out. Some might be on board and just haven't given any indication one way or another. So I'll say there's definitely one guy who is on board with your plan, you think, that's like, you can go deal with this situation? That would just save us a lot of trouble. And there's another woman, probably in her 40s, not quite as old as Marsha, who's like, why don't we just leave? They have a ship. Like, we didn't have a ship before. We had no way to contact the outside world. We kept destroying all the radios. <laughs> so I'll say there's four counselors in addition to Marsha. Two of them have revealed their... Oh, so are you using both of those for that? You can take an upgrade, certainly, as well, to your attack on her. Just because I'm not sure, like, that's something that's like, narratively, yes, I want to get the counselors on my side. But, like, mechanically, I'm not sure what that does for me. You get them on your side, and it's like, and they have some sense of initiative as well, whereas before, they were only ever in the background. Okay. So, like, if you can get a third council on your side, now you have, like, a majority to do what okay. you want. All right, I'm going to try to use Getting Tired, and okay. we'll, so we'll just see how it goes. And I will use a story point for another upgrade. All right, I was going to flip one as well, so... I think I will roll the dice and see who it affects and how many and things like that before I say what I want to say. Okay. That's okay. So the scathing tirade is successful, and it only affects her. So I only got enough for one target. So she's suffering one strain. Yep. I think the way I I do it is I start opening up who I'm addressing here. And I think what I want to, like, rail on is she's making decisions... On partial information, sure, you saw a device used, you saw Zerk come, but, like, what basis do you have to, like, declare that iron is the only safe thing? And, and again, I'll return to the point that that one piece of technology is a problem, but not all electronics, you right. know? Human beings have been using radio waves. <laughs> uh. Well, you know, like, because that one lady was like, why yeah. haven't we? Like, human beings have been using radio waves for hundreds and hundreds of years. You are thinking small, and your people are suffering because of that. There's other potential solutions to this problem, and so, like, I turn to address more people. Okay. So, I guess I'm kind of belittling her and, like, kind of, like, opening it up to, like, this is a viable solution. We can look for that device. We could take it off your planet. Also, you know, you guys have been here for years, Dominion technology has progressed. I assume it has. Like, <laughs> I mean, they are fighting. But Dominion military technology. Dominion Zerg fighting okay. tactics. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. Like, so you're actually making things harder for yourself by fighting with spears when there's, like, and I, I'll name a couple things that, like, I learned about from raiders as, like, stuff for fighting Zerg. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Fire's really handy. You know, like, fire bats. Have gotten a lot heavier because their weapons are... Right. Well, yeah, yeah, like, we've upgraded the armor on fire bats so they can, like, tank the front line. They can take out all those airplanes. Yeah. We found that was a problem. Yeah. So so, so I name a few things like that. And, like, sensor suites can detect Zerg that are underground before they, like, pop up and attack people. Yep. There's all these solutions to your problem that you've excluded based on one crazy device that caused your problem. Okay. I like that. That was your skating tirade. Yes, that was Opening up the field. Okay. Skating tirade to open up the field. So she took one string from the skating yeah, tirade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's good to know. Lily, this guy's not sure he trusts you, but what's your angle here? Well, I told him I have his stuff. He doesn't seem to trust me, so I'm going to assume it's because he doesn't think I really have his stuff. Probably not. What's my sense of if I reach in my bag, how weird that would be? Or I can just describe what I found. You know what, I'll just describe. Yeah, so I found a couple pictures. One of you and whatever, like, person, your family, or I don't know. Some yeah, woman, say, like, him woman, and his or, parents or something. Yeah, I don't know who Image these people are, people. so I'll just describe them very concretely. Like, you know, to a blonde woman and an older gentleman, yeah. or an older man. And um, so I'll just kind of list out some of the things that I've 
is going to make a discipline check. Yeah, he's going to make a discipline check. Yeah, I'll even mention a razor. Things he hasn't thought about in a long time. Yeah, he fails his discipline check. So he, like, you're telling him all about all these things that, like, that you found of his. He gets a couple tears, actually. So just, it's all in the past, okay? It's all gone. We can't get that back. Best thing we can do is try to get rid of the zero. We've been, this, this has been working, okay? Make a little bit of progress every year. What, what, what am I supposed to do? Yes, I think it's dumb to burn technology, but it, you know what? I'm still alive. No more hives left. We're making progress. You have a better solution? To killing Zerg? Yes! I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you got? You feel like I get irradiating gas? And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess... Like, can you call down a Confederate uh, like nuclear strike? That would probably help. I mean, sure, planet turns into a radioactive wasteland, but then it's no good for Zerg anymore, so... I mean, I'll how far it. are we from anything? Like, the Protoss have been doing this stuff for years. But they'll take... They'll yeah, I heard they glass planets. We looked out on that one. So he seems... So it's not 100% there. So, okay, so maybe what I'm going to say is, like, honestly, I don't really know what is a viable solution with your situation. What is it that you want? You just, you just want to go? I tried to scare you off. Okay. We can kill some Zerg. I've killed Zerg. I've battled Zerg. We can... I don't know what government this would be under. Like, I don't understand how close we are from other places for Antigua. I mean, we could Yeah, you're not particularly close. It's a little bit on the fringes. It's mm-hmm. as far from Core Hall as Marsara is, so... If it were me, this is what Lily would probably <laughs> say, I would either maybe you can hire mercenaries or... We can call mercenaries. Yeah, I mean, we can get a message out. Your situation seems to be a little bit... That might help, actually. Strange. Give me a leadership check. I mean, we can take somebody with us. I don't know yeah. how many people can we take. We could take, like, some people, but not very far. Our life support is not designed. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dead Man's Port is just, like, a few hours away, but that's I mean, not a great they place have to credits, people. If they have credits, Mira If they have stuff, we'll stuff that is worth credits. Yeah. This giant pile of technology. Yeah. If they have a Vespine sort of... I'm like, I know a mercenary band in Dead Man's Port that might... We can take a couple people. You want to just Like, we your could case? take representatives... Yeah. You know, and we could take a pile of technology. So, yeah, I'm not going to really say that much. I think I'll be like, look, we could take somebody, we could take a message. You know, and you've got things of value here. Yeah. This is yeah. going to be... I will say if you have anything to trade, I probably don't care. going to upgrade Lily's social checks. That's cool. One red. <laughs> Two blue dice for having this guy's stuff. Does she get any other blue dice? Like, is she appealing to anything that works with him? All I can do is, like, military to military. Yeah, I'll give you one blue guy, because you're offering a solution to retake the planet. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really know what they're... You should upgrade, because a triumph here would be awesome. Okay. Oh, I did get a triumph. Good call. Five advantages and a triumph and a failure. So, does maybe one of these other counselors hear what Lily is saying? I think that might be the case. I mean, maybe between the two of us, we're not bright enough to, like, come to a, a diplomatic solution, but... Yeah, you think... You're he's like, do you have a better idea? I'm like, I mean... I hire some mercenaries, but he's like, we don't have any credits? We don't have credits <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and those guys are standing next to a pile of technology, and I'm like, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you have a bunch of advantages, too. I am also willing to say, like, he, like, goes in the pile, like, in the batteries right there. He pulls out, we just have a pile of junk. That's all we have. <laughs> and he's, like, holding it right in your face. Well, I would trade for that battery. We'll get to that in the next round. <laughs> yes, another, one of the counselors over here is, like, yet another, like, possible solution. But they're not quite all on the same alternative solution yet. We are back to Marsha. I will tell you this. Marsha is at exactly half. So she might be willing to negotiate at this point because, like, she sees her council support is eroding. And she, like, sort of catches herself as she's been ranting at you. She's sweaty, but it's from the fire, but everyone thinks it's just because she's ranting at you. <laughs> she looks like a crazy sweaty. She looks a little crazy. Her hair has come undone a bit. She's like, you know what? You know what? It, maybe it will be better if you see for yourself. Yes, I can give you the coordinates of where the fire goddess bring down destruction upon our world and call forth the Zerg. If you get yourself killed, that's fine. That'll just make it easier to burn all your stuff. I don't know how they're going to burn a science vessel, but okay. She's willing to give you some coordinates for where okay. that was. And if you can prove that that device is... <laughs> if I can draw Zerg with the device? What, what kind yeah, of proof If you can pi- piper the Zerg out of here, yes. That okay. 
I mean, all we really need is a battery, then you can take that technology. I, I know, like, all we need is the battery. The problem is that Imogen got derailed by shiny, some sort shiny. of, like... No, as far as I can tell, if we can just get the battery, then you have the coordinates for this thing. I don't know why we need to prove anything. We just take it and Just take it and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you want to help people. Uh, and one of the counselors is also, like, definitely on board of this planet. Like, yes, take the, take it away. Turn it off. Destroy it. it destroy, they, they, they come up with the right idea of, like, just just destroy it. Don't don't even bring it back here. Like, that's too dangerous. Just destroy it. And just bring back the... Like, she gives you a description of what it looks like. Okay. Uh, so it looks like a little... A little beacon. It actually has, like, a little set of, like, almost rotating, like, little radar uh, antenna kind of things. But it's actually... Real, it's man-portable. Are the coordinates, like, on this part of the planet? Yeah. They're not insanely far away. Why didn't they start with that thing? They can take out a hive. Because there's a lot of Zerg over there. I would just think there's a lot of hives, but... Yeah, I guess they took out Zerg hives. When you start with the fire goddess, maybe you're not, like, yeah. But they did say, like, we have not gone over there in some time because it is so dangerous. Okay, so is she looking to negotiate with me, or...? She's willing to, like, accept this as a compromise. We don't need to... Okay, but I still need the battery. <laughs> like, yeah. well, like really I still want to take the technology they like yeah there's a nice shiny piece of technology there I want all this technology they have here that they're gonna burn so I think what the negotiation is is she sees Spearmint like holding up the battery like you wanted some of the tech she's that piece take that piece is a, a gesture of goodwill okay I'm fine with that when you bring back your proof that you've destroyed it whatever other technology we've collected at that time we can take away. Okay. And is Imogen aware of, like, was I able to hear what Lily was saying to the Spearmint, or no? I don't think so, necessarily. Okay. It seemed... Okay. Imogen was pretty intensely okay. focused on All right. Then, I'm, sure. then anything about, like, the mercenaries or... That's, none of that's on Imogen's radar. That's probably a better long-term solution after you deal with yeah, yeah. this emitter. Right. So, Imogen... I... Take that, she we'll go to this device, and we'll turn it off. Destroy it. Aye. <laughs> You're going to disconnect a couple wires, it's destroyed, or you'll show her some broken piece of something. <laughs> well, she's seen the thing. She has seen the thing, that's true. Or you just won't come back. Yeah. This is when she's like, I will send, and the experiments is like, I will volunteer to go with them. This is your duly appointed representative to make sure they follow through. She looks narrowly at him, but she dismissively agrees. Guy just wants a good shave. That's all he wants. Okay. We'll take the battery. We will take Spearmint. We'll take the coordinates. And we'll go. And so I have an important question. Yes. Were you prepared for us to go after this device? No. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.